Riley just smiled and got up from the bench. He wanted to go home now. His mind was cleared enough. The stranger stood in his way, but he did move politely when he noticed that Riley wanted to leave. Riley got up and basically ran to the park's gate. His hand was about to touch the handle, but he was tackled to the ground. The stranger was on top of him. Riley was trapped. The man felt like bricks on top of him. He couldn't breathe. He struggled. His body stopped moving after the stranger put his mouth on his neck. He then felt a sharp prick. In a matter of seconds, Riley's throat was bit open like a hungry animal had ravished him. The clock started to beep. Ivan pushed it off the table, and it broke. He didn't care. Ivan didn't sleep well. He had nightmares all night, which was nothing new when all you watched was vampire and zombie flicks. He woke in a cold sweat and with a headache. He flipped on the black-colored 10-inch TV that was on his dresser. There were four channels, and it was after seven, so he watched the morning news. A woman with short brown hair and a plaid shirt was on the TV. He turned up the volume to hear her speak, but she didn't say anything. It went to a picture instead. The name Riley Irving was below the photo. Ivan had heard the name once, but other than that, the deceased 26-year-old wasn't memorable. After the photo left, the anchor was back, and she started to speak. The residents who lived near the city park had said that they heard nothing and had seen nobody. Riley was found at 5.30 this morning by the groundskeeper. According to Sheriff Larson, he was found with his throat ripped open as if a wild animal had attacked him. Please, don't come here again. She sounded serious. I think you should take him to a hospital. He ignored her warning. I think you should leave and not come back again. She warned again. Ivan felt Heath's arm. It felt like ice. He had to move his own hand because it had startled him. He checked Heath's pulse, and he was, oddly enough, still alive. He was afraid for the child because he was still asleep, and Judy just stared out the window at the gray skies. Her dress was crumpled from her hands. Judy, I'll call him a doctor. I know what's wrong with him. He's losing blood. He had a transfusion, but that didn't help. You won't believe my story, but he's being attacked. What's attacking him? Judy folded her arms and sighed. My uncle is a vampire. He at first couldn't believe her words, but once again she sounded so serious that he had to believe what she was saying. Judy smiled a little and whispered, I don't expect you to believe me. It's a lot to sink in, but oddly enough, I believe your story. Heath was finally awake from his drowsy state. His complexion was looking better than before. 